Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to go over some ways to heat your pool during the summertime that are affordable, that won't break your budget. I'll also go over using a gas heater to heat your pool and give you some tips on that to avoid a huge gas bill. Leslie's Pool Supplies is a proud partner of the Pool Guy Podcast Show. Leslie's Pool Supplies has been do-it-yourselfers and pool trade professionals' trusted partners since 1963, providing quality products and services to make pool care easy, and solutions and expertise to do it right. So I guess it all boils down to what you think the optimal temperature of the water should be when you're having a party or using your pool. Some kids don't mind going into the pool when it's in the 70s, low 70s even. Um, As you get older, like me, I like my pool about 82 degrees. Um, For me, that's pretty much swim ready, and I probably won't go in the pool much if it's lower than that. And in my particular backyard, the my pool doesn't get a lot of sunlight until later in the afternoon, the way it's facing. And so when I go to use my pool, I have to actually turn on my gas heater to heat up the water. And this could become expensive for a lot of people. I find this to be probably the easiest way for me to do it. However, there are all alternatives that you can try. One year I tried covering my pool with a solar blanket. Um, that didn't help too much. It just made the pool messy. I'm not a big fan of those because of the mess factor, Um, but it did keep the pool's uh, temperature higher at nighttime. A lot of the heat will leave your pool at nighttime as the temperature drops. During the day, not as much so, Um, but here at nighttime in Southern California, the temperature does get down to the 70s, sometimes even in the 60s in the summertime, mostly in the 70s. So, And this will drop the water temperature down overnight in your pool. So covering it with a soil blanket will help retain the heat at nighttime. And of course, during the day when the sun's hitting it, it'll actually heat up the pool, uh, maybe 5 to 8 degrees, maybe 10 degrees, depending on how hot it gets out there. Uh, But it's a hassle to take the cover on and off the pool, and it doesn't look really nice either. Um, A lot of people like to enjoy looking at their pool during the summertime, and if you have this ugly blue blanket over it, it kind of takes away from the aesthetic factor. So I stopped using it after the first year. I didn't really like the way it looked, nor the mess of taking the cover off or the hassle. Um, So I just went with using my gas heater, um, which I think is the most efficient way to do it in my case. But there's other options out there. There's also the um, the on-the-ground or mounted uh, solar panel systems. And you can get these online or at your local pool store. Fairly inexpensive. And they connect your pool through PVC piping or garden hose, depending on the model you're using. And you can lay these out on your lawn if you get a lot of sunlight or if you have like a patio you can put them on top of your patio. I don't recommend putting them on top of your roof. That could be hazardous to your roof and probably not the best place for them. But if you have a patio or they're actually designed to be laid out next to the pool on the ground um, specifically, um, you can try some of these. And you can look online for them. They're um, ground-mounted heating solar panel system or something in that respect. There's all different manufacturers that make them. 
Um, if you go on Amazon, there's like a ton of different companies that make these, and you can read about these things. And uh, my neighbor actually has it on his patio above his pool, and he swears by it, saying it's a great way to heat his pool in the summer. If you have the space to do it and you have an area where the sun hits the pool um, constantly, you can go that route. I'm not sure if I would recommend having solar panels put on your roof uh, for the pool after the fact. Usually that's done during the construction or remodel of a pool. It's much easier to plumb everything correctly for the solar panels on the roof or maybe a garage by the equipment. After the fact, it's a little more difficult to do that and you could run into some problems as far as getting enough flow up to the roof for the solar panels. So I recommend doing that when you're getting your pool constructed. If you really want to go for an affordable way to heat your pool, definitely get the solar panels put on um, your roof or your garage area. And I would definitely recommend having this done when the pool is being built or remodeled. That way they can put the right automated valve in there for you um, for the solar panels. And typically um, solar panels on the roof are controlled by an automated system um, for many reasons. But of course the ease of use factor is one of them. Um, again, I don't think you would want to invest all that money in putting one on after the fact. So try these on-ground um, type solar panels. Um, people report good results from them. A lot of them connect to a garden hose and the water kind of circulates into your pool from them. Again, I haven't tried them. I don't really have an area in my backyard um, where it gets a lot of sunlight. Well, I do have an area way in the back. I can probably try them at. Uh, maybe I'll give it a shot uh, this season, see how they work. Uh, but for me, I just, again, use my gas heater. And so my recommendation for you when you use your gas heater to heat your pool up is to make sure that you um, kind of have a set idea of how much it's going to cost you um, during the season to do this. And so for me, I use my pool maybe um, once or twice a week, so maybe eight or ten times a month um, during the peak of the season. And I'll turn my gas heater on. Typically, the temperature of the water is about 78, 79 degrees. So I just want to get three or four degrees with it. And so if you're going to go with a gas heater, you don't want to go from, say, 70 to 84 degrees on a consistent basis because this will really increase your gas bill tremendously. You just want to do small increments of temperature. So if it's more than 5 degrees, I would say maybe wait a little bit um, if you don't want to spend a lot of money to maintain that temperature. But in my case in Southern California, my pool stays about 76, 77, 78 degrees in the summertime. Um, sometimes even warmer, sometimes in the 80s, depending on how, how big of a heat wave we get. But typically, it's going to be in the high 70s here in my area. Some desert communities out here, I'm sure the temperature stays much higher. I know my dad lives in Indio, and his pool is like 85, 88 degrees in the summertime. Some people have actually the opposite of a heater. They have a cooling system for their pool. Um, one year, I remember a customer ordered giant ice cube blocks to put in their pool because it was too warm for them. Um, but typically, if we don't have a major heat wave, the temperature's a little bit below 80 here. So I'm using my gas heater to bring it to 82 degrees. So it's not running all the time. It's only going to fire up and run when I'm actually when the temperature drops below a certain point on the heater. And so I'm not overusing it. But with that said, my gas bill is still about $200 um, during those months. So if I use my heater in June about 8 or 10 times just to go up, you know, 2 or 3 degrees, uh, my gas bill is about $200 more, so it's pretty expensive to use a gas heater. So just be aware of that fact that if you're going to be using your gas heater to maintain your water temperature um, in your pool for a long period of time, your gas bill could climb dramatically. Um, so definitely have that in mind. If you're going to um, heat your pool up 4 or 5 degrees every day or 20 days during that month, figure your gas bill is going to be upwards of $500 
easily with the gas running that much uh, to heat the pool and to keep that water warm consistently over time. I have a customer that had about a 25,000 gallon pool and they would heat it all the time, even in the winter time, because um, he thought it was a better better idea than going to the gym. And his gas bill was 800 to to $1,000 every month. I'm not kidding. He, he um, It was pretty crazy. But he didn't have a problem with it. He could afford it, and that was his way of exercising every day. Um, so more power to him if he wanted to do that. For me, I think if my gas bill is 200 bucks more a month for heating the pool, um, that's enough for me. I don't want to go crazy with that. And you don't want to go too high in the temperature either. There's really no reason to go to 84 or 85 degrees. Um, to me, that's just not necessary because once people start using the pool, the water gets stirred up, the water warms up. So 82, 83 degrees is probably the maximum you need to go in a pool. Um, 81, 80 is acceptable too. Um, but for me, I like around 82 degrees for, for my sweet spot when I use my pool. Um, anything higher than that would cost you more money. And then just be aware that if you leave your heater on an accident, um, it could run continuously for a couple more days and heat the pool up. So make sure that you have some system of turning it off. If you have an automated system, typically you would have to go in there and turn the heater off manually um, inside the app. And if you have, of course, your heater standing by itself out there by the equipment, you want to go over there and make sure you turn it off every time. One thing that I do is I turn my gas line off when I'm done using the heater. And that way, if I do forget to turn down the temperature or turn it off, the heater is going to come on, but there's no gas going to it. Another good thing you can do is get alerts from your gas company. So the California Gas has alerts for you. So if they notice that your gas is going up tremendously, they'll actually send you a message or call you. Um, I've had a customer where the gas company actually stopped by their house and turned off the gas because they thought there was a leak because they were using their heater so much. So... Um, sometimes these alerts are a good thing to do so that way the gas company can alert you if you were to leave your heater on by accident so for me i think the best way to heat your pool is just to use the old standard gas heater in california if you're in the east coast you may have a heat pump and i suggest using that also to heat your pool the solar covers help the, the bubble covers help a lot and then the newest thing are these on the ground solar panel arrays um, you can try those out again i've heard good success from them i haven't tried them personally but my neighbor loves his. His is on his patio above his pool. Um, these are great. If you were going to use a liquid cover, um, there's, there's a chemical that kind of keeps like a film on the cover. Um, it may raise the temperature by a few degrees also that way, but you're going to have a lot of bugs stuck in the liquid cover also. So there are drawbacks with that. And I just go back to the default. The best way for me to heat my pool up is to use my gas heater. And if you're not going to use the pool, but your kids are going to go in there, I say it's fine at 78, 77 degrees. As they can survive that, no problem. Kids don't mind it that cold. It's just that when you get older, you like a little bit warmer. Um, of course, if you're having a party, definitely heat the pool up. It's a little more pleasant for people um, to go into a warm pool. But my son just goes in there when it's like at 77, 75 degrees even. He went in there one year when it was like at 65. I told him it's way too cold. He's like, no, I'm going to go in. And it was like, you know, I think it was February around there. And he went into the pool and it was pretty freezing at like 62 degrees. So um, he learned his lesson there. So, and I guess last, you may be wondering how long it will take to heat a pool up. It just depends on the pool size and how long you run the pump. If you have a barrel speed pump, I suggest running it at the full 3450 RPMs. It's going to cost you more in energy, but it's going to heat the pool faster. So for a typical, you know, 10, 12,000 gallon pool, if you have a 400,000 BTU heater, which is one of the larger sizes, um, if you're running that, I would say, um, let's say it's 10,000 gallons and it's at 78, you want to get it to 82. 
four degrees, I would say that would take about two, maybe three hours at full at the pump running at the full speed with a 400,000 BTU heater. It's not going to take as long as you think, but if your pool is bigger, if it's a 20,000 gallon pool, you're going to double that time. And so instead of taking, you know, two or three hours, it may take six or seven hours. So turn your pool on early enough accordingly. Turn the heater on early enough to heat that pool up. Um, even going up four degrees is does take a long time, um, even with a 400,000 BTU heater. So be aware of that too. You can't start your heater at noon and expect to be in the pool at one o'clock with a four degree increase. It doesn't work that way in most cases. So unless your pool is really tiny. Um, but the larger pools definitely run it longer. If you have to start it at nighttime before the next day, go ahead and do that because it does take a while to heat the pool up with a gas heater. And with the heat pump, it takes even longer. So you want to start that even earlier. And if you're looking for more resources for your pool care, check out my website, swimmingpoollearning.com. A lot of helpful web pages there as well as an ebook available for $9.99. Ebook covers a lot of aspects of your pool care, so check that out. And if you're in the business and you're looking for a way to enhance your business or you're starting out, definitely check out my coaching program at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.